Weston, this evening, I'm joined by my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? Huh? Dude, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. This is this is new. I yeah. Don't, I don't think I've been here in a while. I know. I didn't have anything cute to say just because I lost momentum. Yeah, it's like you don't even know me anymore. I don't even have a nickname on this <laughs> show. I'm just a stranger now. Yeah, we just start from the beginning. But, you know, we'll, we're here to build back our relationship <laughs> up throughout the 2020 NFL season. I don't know if I want to build it up. Yeah, we got kind of like up. where everything was. I wasn't talking to you. You weren't talking to me. I was peaceful. It's been kind of nice. Really, I haven't been able to sleep at night. And <laughs> I've been tossing and turning and the sun has been shining a little bit less brighter these last few weeks. Um, but for the show, we've done an AFC South preview. And now we're going to move this preview from the AFC South to the rest of the NFL. And like I always say, to understand the NFL, you have to first understand the AFC South. And uh, now we'll expand that to the rest of the NFL because next Thursday, the Texans and Chiefs kick off for week one. Are you excited for it? Um, I'm ca- by the way, I don't think I've listened to you though. What did you say about the Texans? Can I uh, ask? Yeah, so I wrote the preview today or uh-huh. published it today, and I have them nine and seven winning the division. Man, that's because because as wow. dumb as everything is, huh. they have Deshaun Watson, and he's the best player in the division. And like everything that you've seen, um, you know, everything I've seen from like teams with great quarterbacks for the last decade or so, if you have a great quarterback, it's kind of impossible not to win eight or nine games, you know? Maybe. I'm going to disagree with you completely on that. Woo! I mean, that's generous that I, you're giving them over I do, there. I do think it's more likely I they go that seven is... and nine than they make it like the AFC championship. How game. many wins were y'all last year? Ten? Yeah. All right. So, come on. Hopkins is at least two wins. I think the offense is probably going to be better, though. What? But it's not going to be because they trade Hopkins. It's, it's going to be because what are they, they throw the ball on? downfield. They don't run the ball so much on first down. Who are your it's, receivers, though? Uh, Cooks. Grand <laughs> Cooks. Uh-huh. Five concussions in. I was going to say, who's staying healthy out of those receivers? He has one Horcrux left. Will Fuller. <laughs> he's still there. Uh, David Johnson catches a lot of passes. He's going to have like 350 touches and it's going to be awful. Oh my God. They got Lord. Duke Johnson. They have like seven tight ends they don't know what to do with. This is. They got Randall Cobb. This is a nine and seven team. I just think, I mean, Deshaun Watson's so good. And now. winning the division? What's going on with Tennessee here? I have them How at nine you? and seven. Unless they sign Clowney. If they sign Clowney, I think they win the division. Man, that's And I have the insane. Colts at nine and seven. So you think Tannehill's going to fall off the Mac? Or do you think Derrick Henry is just not going to have that type of season again? I think they won't or score as many red zone ending. touchdowns. And so they're. Oh, they're your like red zone perfect, argument yeah. with them. So they'll I got drop you. off because of that, but they're still going to be good. And then they, I just don't think they have enough talent on defense to like get past average there. And they'll have some offensive regression and it will balance itself out. I do want to talk about this, though, because it did happen today. So, Jags, Fournette, where does he go, and what do you think of that? Do you even think, like, are Jags even trying here? I, they, I guess they, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Well, but they, they said Fournette. that they Well, they said they, have, they were trying to start all over again. Well, they also, Something happened between Coughlin and the rest of the team that kind of ruined that entire environment they had there. Well, I just read that it was Coughlin, 
that he always wanted to stick with Fournette, even though the team wanted to move on from him, because after the first year, he never improved. Oh, because he drafted him six overall. Exactly, and he was just a pain in the butt where all Coughlin wanted was this run-first offense. But then, once uh, he was fired, they immediately put him on the trading block. Apparently, they couldn't even get a sixth round. Hmm. A sixth round for Fournette. But even though I wouldn't give up a sixth round for him. Yeah, you just kind of wait until he gets released if you want him that badly. That's true, but I don't. who do you think that would sign him at this well, point? I think, I think also part of the problem, too, is if you trade for him, you have to pay him $4 million and $12 million. And anybody can find a running back, you know. That's what I mean. And how old is he? What, 27, 24? No, nah, this 24? is his fourth year. So he's probably like 26 or so. Okay. Well, I think there's two teams that I like for him. One, Atlanta, so they have another first-round pick on offense. <laughs> and then two, Tampa Bay. Because they don't have a running back who's any good. Oh, Tampa Bay's a good one, And they one, run a actually. power zone scheme, and I think he'd be good there. And also, like, Fournette's an okay pass-catching back. He's yeah, not but, awful. Like, he's dependable. Yeah, but no, no. He's just a douchebag. I guess so. I don't know him personally. No, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, that's our problem. Because he's always been late for meetings and yeah. everything, and he's been even suspended by the teams countless times. That's why Jacksonville hated him, and Coughlin was the only one that stuck up for him. Yeah. But, no, I wouldn't put up with him. That's my point. Pain in the ass. I don't know who they're going to play running back next year. Najee. That's what I mean. What is? What are the Jags doing? Was it TJ? They don't have TJ. They had, used to have Alfred Blue. Maybe they could re-sign him. He didn't play last year at all. I don't know who the, what they're doing. I really don't. And then same thing with Indianapolis Colts. You don't believe in them, huh? I like the, I like them more. Well, my thing with them is I think their defense is average. Um, and like Rivers, you Rivers is going like, to make the difference? No, I like Rivers there a lot. Mainly be I think he's going to... Yeah, I don't want to spoil predictions, but um, I think the biggest thing about him is he's gonna have, he was one of the ten best quarterbacks in the league without pressure last year, and he's going a, a, he's going from yeah. having Sam Tevy and Trent Scott's offensive tackles, who gave up seven sacks each, to having you know Braden Smith and Anthony Costanzo, and go. so I think just by not having that, I don't think like it's a perfect fit because he doesn't have the receivers that fit him exactly, except for Michael Pittman. He doesn't have the same running back receiving talent that he tends to rely on. But I think everything else there is good. I just, I mean, like, I could see it. He's just old, though, you know, and so you never know. And so, like, I couldn't say, like, yeah, 11-5, they have this for sure. So I thought 9-7 was a nice in between. Whereas, like, Watson's, like, he's spectacular and he's going to be even better next year. I just wanted to, I just, I'm so shocked. I'm going to have to read this article and laugh because I can't believe you. you. I'll send you the link. You'll Uh, you'll like it because it's like, it's like stupid, 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 stupid. It doesn't matter they have Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I agree with you. Don't, don't get me wrong on the Deshaun Watson argument. I completely agree, especially if you're that talented of a quarterback. It's just, I think he's going to be overused. And it hurts me because if something happens to him, oh my God, that's terrible for the NFL, period. The other side of it is, I just... It's eight wins. I just can't see yeah, having a winning fair. record. I think, like I said, I think there's a better chance for them to win seven games than no, be like a Super Bowl contender. If they win less than seven, I don't know how you're going to get rid of your president, GM, coach. Ruler. But yeah, ruler, king, Empire. whatever you want to call him. But you would have to do something. Yeah. If you're under I think seven it, I mean, if they wins. miss the playoffs, I think you have to fire him. This is year four, Watson. But is he in charge? Do you have to the, fire him? I mean, the owner would have to fire him and then find 25 new people to take the <laughs> I was going to say, you got to just fill I mean, your like, entire... This is year four, Watson's rookie deal. Like, this is the best chance they've ever had in the Super Bowl since 
like week five, 2011. Yeah, but they're going to sh- sign him to like a billion dollar contract, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like now, they, now they're paying him $35 million instead of $5 million a year. Oh, yeah. And that's $30 million that can't go to your offensive tackle or your defensive tackle or whoever else, you know. Or your receiver, that's why you get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. not because of a contract at all. Of course you see not. DeAndre Hopkins like, I'm not holding out. No, <laughs> I don't care about the contract. He just said that so he would get traded. He knew that if he if he brought up money and brought up the contract, the coach is going to trade him. I just good job. Um, so the Jaguars back at running back. This is what it is Ragpel Armstead. That's their new number one running back. Was Armstead on San Fran? No, he's only played for Jacksonville. He had a, a Wait, DVOA. Did he play? Yeah, he, he has some. He had thirty five carries last year. He had a DVA <laughs> of negative twenty. Like neg- he played all the time. He had DVA negative twenty six percent. Fournette is at negative eight point six percent. Oh my god! Armstead averaged three point one yards a carry. Hey. Fournette averaged four point three. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's who they're. I bet they resign Alpha Blue. Give him a hundred touches. That's good. It's gonna work well. Yeah, Jags aren't even trying. They are going for the number one pick. I don't know. They're going for the number one pick already, I, and this season hasn't even started. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about them in a second. This is fun, though. I'm glad we're doing this. No, I know. Blow it up, right? Yeah. It. No, I'm saying that this podcast, oh. this is fun. We're having a great time. <laughs> wow. We, got, we don't have our masks on either. We're bad boys right now. What are you talking about? We're six feet apart. This is like five, six. We're, we're dangerous, you know? <laughs> Did you, like, scoot me closer? I, I made sure I, I measured. I have spatial intelligence that unrivals anybody else. In the what, world. What did you call me? Uh, spatial intelligence. So that is. the first division we go here is AFC East. We're gonna go east to west. Um, we'll start at Buffalo. So my prediction for Buffalo is that <laughs> Josh Allen's deep ball accuracy, it's gonna improve this year. All right. So to counter that prediction, or maybe go along, I'll let you decide. Stefan Diggs will have the worst season of his career. I let me see what his career. I was gonna say without injury here, because that's where I'm. That's what I'm betting on. If he's healthy, obviously, like I just don't think he's gonna have a great year at all. If he's injured, it's entirely different. Because usually when he's healthy, he's on. All right. So his rookie year, he had 52 catches for 720 yards. I say he's around that. 52 for 720. I say he's around that. Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna have like 120 targets. I'd agree. And so he'll probably have at least like 75 catches. I, yeah, he'll break, he'll break 1,000 yards this year. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, but Josh Allen last year for the deep ball, he was, these are throws over 15 yards in the air. 36 for 106, 963 yards, five touchdowns to five interceptions. John Brown's still there, 9. by the way. 9.4 yards in attempt. A quarterback range, 66.7. Yeah, John Brown's still there. See, and I Cole think Beasley's still the, there. Dawson Knox, Singletary. But that's, but that's what I mean. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that the team's not going to be good by any stretch of the imagination here. I am saying with Diggs, him having to get used to it, I don't think Allen is his type of quarterback. And I think Allen is going to be more comfortable with a deep threat like John Brown, who's going to be having less attention than Diggs. I see what you're saying. And I just, I don't know if Diggs is going to have a great season. I'm not betting on that at all. I still say he's going to be probably around 800 to that. Yeah. I just don't see him crossing the I think thousand. He's just, I think he's too good. Like, I think he can get I open so well. I think he's so good, well. too. I just... How many weeks until he loses his mind? Oh, that's Allen? what I was going to say. Like, it, four weeks? I was going to say week four, week five at the most. When's their bye? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. 
I like, I like I like the team. I'm not gonna try I like, to. I degrade. think I like about the receivers is they have something for every part of the field. Yes, and they have a good offensive line. Yes. They have a great power rushing attack. And like even if Allen's not like looking good, to throw and he's looking to run, they can. We're not doing this. Even if he's like good, instead, of, like if, even if he's below average, they're still gonna be a good team this year. Yeah, I think um, there's going to be so a really play, solid team. You know, I love week one. We get another Jets-Bills rematch like they played last year. It was Donald versus Allen week one. That was a, a very fun football game. Donald was like 7 for 25 for 108 yards. <laughs> and the Bills won by like, I think, 8 points or so. That's great. I'm really excited for that. I'm very excited. Yeah, for that. Uh, I'm so they sure go you are. Jets at Miami, the Rams at Vegas, at Tennessee, KC, at the Jets, New England, Seattle. At Arizona, then the bye. Wait, that actually seems kind of hard there at the end. Yeah, I missed something. I think yeah. you can start off four and zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think like the beginning kind of there, but that spot. that tail off at the end is not fun. Yeah. If all those teams at actually at the end think we're or are going to be what we think they are going to be, so they end the, so they end the season English hard. at San Francisco, Pittsburgh, at Denver, at New England, and then Miami. And they man. have to start off hot. It's the team that has to start off hot. Yeah. I agree. I'm excited I, for him. Though. I think they're gonna have a really good pass defense. I think Allen's gonna get better. I think I he. Sh- I'll put it this way: if he doesn't, then yes, you have to give me credit on the world for calling that Allen is a little overrated. I'm not in say- your eyes. I'm oh, not saying sure. in well, like no, everyone else's again, eyes, but your eyes. My thing with Allen is that he's one of the most exciting players in the league, and he's so much fun to watch. And I think we get so lost as fans. And Compared is this guy to good? Lamar and is this guy Mahomes. bad? Everybody cares if this guy's good or bad. But you know what? Nobody else is going to jump over Anthony Barr and has rocks in his head like Allen does, you know? It's true. You know, he just... And like, give even, him that credit. And even the stupid throws, you're like, what is that? There's a, there's still some beauty in him in, I a, don't, in a different way. I don't think that. Um, so Miami, I have Tua starts week 12 against the New York Jets or week 13 versus Cincinnati. By the way, some heartbreaking because I still think that Tua may start week one now because you heard about Ryan Fitz. Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreaking stuff there. I actually, I don't think Fitz, he may be back, but it just happened with his mom. So I just. I think he'll be back. And Brian Flores said there's no quarterback controversy. No, 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 no. Yeah. And everyone's very positive with Fitz. It's just really whenever he decides to come back to the team. When is season opener here? Is it two weeks? Well, it's next Thursday. Yeah. yeah so, for, so next we're like about weekend, a week and a half. Yeah. We're like eight days away. Yeah. Wait, was it eight days? Wait, it's today. Today's, Today's Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's a week and a half. Yeah. It's like a week and three days. Eight or nine it's days. It's a week and three days. It's a week and a half. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> All right. But either way, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm thinking that it may be Tua starting week one only because of that reason. I don't think Tua is going to be in. I think the hip's too much of a problem. Yes. I don't believe in Tua at all, but I've said that from the start ever since he was drafted. I'm still not a fan of Tua. I think Fitz is actually going to be just fine with Miami. If Fitz is healthy... Yeah, they'll win like five or six games with him. Well, I think they'll win probably seven. Okay. I think they have seven or nine, but I don't see Tua starting because I just don't think it's going to be good. Yeah, they. I mean, also based off the injury he had last year, it sounds like they don't really want to play him this year. Exactly. But they they have a pretty tough schedule... And so I can see them being like three and seven, you know, and then they're playing the Jets, they're playing, you know, the Bengals. And it's like, let's see what we have here for at least a little bit, you know. Nobody's at the Hard Rock Cafe. The crowd's empty, you know. By the way, that is my prediction here is that Tua, if Fitz is healthy, 
does not start until like week until ne- 16. Week 16. Yeah, until like the very last game of the season here. Okay. Whenever it's just so garbage. So a little bit later than what I got. Yeah. Well, you have like week 12. I'm just saying it's more garbage time where yeah. it's like the last game of the season. I just don't think that they're going to even try to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was looking at them too. Like their defense is going to be better. It's going to be better. I'm excited to see Their what they do with will. Howard and Jones on the outside. I was going to say, they were the ones that paid Jones. And they paid Calvin Noy yeah. and Shaq Lawson and Emmanuel Ogba. And like they went from like atrocious. See, football knowledge is coming back. Yeah, they went from atrocious to like good at a bunch of different spots. And is, I really like Flores. I think he's going to be one. I think he's going to be like the only New England coach who's good. It could be. Yeah. It seems like that could be the case very easily. And he just seems like that he has a very clear understanding of how the team is going to be. He's not shooting for the stars. He seems like a very level-headed guy. It seems like they're going to give him time, too. And it's also not, exactly, not panic mode where he's having to change the offense or make it a certain style. He's really just going with the flow, which is yeah. nice to see, which is, I agree with you saying that Miami, I think, is going to be a fun team this year because their defense got better. Offense, it's just, don't they have receivers now? They have Parker. Okay. Well, did yeah, they Parker's get else? a wide receiver number one now. I think they got one other. <laughs> no, they have Mike Kosecki. I know Albert Wilson opted out of playing this year. Um, okay. I wrote all this. I, got, I, got, yeah. I did all the same notes. They have, oh, Jakeem Grant and Chester Rogers from Indianapolis and then Devontae Parker. Okay. So. And the, hey, you know who their running backs are? It's kind of like. Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. That's hey. fine. Hey. My thing with them, though, it's like, it's, I can't That's get excited. That's a nice one, for, too, though. I can't get excited for Ryan Fitzpatrick team ever again, though. After watching him for like 11 games in 2014. But he's Fitz magic. I know. I can't. He's not a phony. I have, he's magic. I, it's tied too much to my own heart to really enjoy watching like a live Ryan Fitzpatrick after 2014. I'll always remember just him throwing it up in the air and that, somehow. Those like three it, weeks in Tampa. It's like he's playing jackpot. One thousand and then yeah. somebody just right underneath it. It's like where was the other guy? Well, remember there was like three weeks in Tampa and they played the Steelers on Monday Night Football and they lost like forty nine to like six. Forty nine. Yeah, and that was kind of it. I can't remember who they played after that. Maybe it was Josh Rosen. I don't know. Um, so the next team here's the New England Patriots. My prediction for them is they trade Cam Newton this year. Whoa, I was going to say my... This, and like, this is an outrageous one. This isn't like, I have a very good feeling. I think it's a possibility. I, I was going to say kind of not that hardcore. I was going to say that Cam's done after week eight. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say that he la- he doesn't last more than half the season. I think he plays well to start off. Oh, really? And then Belichick's like... I think he plays made, like two games No, well. I think he plays well. And they're like, you know, three and two or, or you know, wow. something like that. You know, maybe I don't think four and one they would trade him, but I think Belichick kind of talks to the doctors like, yeah, it's the foot's worse than we expect it to be, oh and like what he's playing. He talks to the doctors like he well, no Belichick. No Belichick's talking to the medical staff and like House Cam is like, it's a it's a time bomb, you know, and then he's like, oh, okay, and they're like four and one, they're Stay playing up. well. And uh, and then he's calling teams and like because Cam's contract this year is one point five million dollars. That's nice. A team as a quarterback gets hurt or their rookie quarterback isn't looking very good. Like imagine like Dwayne Haskins is awful and it's week six. Everyone knows he's going to be awful. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying this situation. <laughs> That's not a big it's week shocker. six. Haskins awful. He calls up Washington. He's like, I got Cam. What do you want? Gets a second round pick. Um, and maybe that's enough. And he, oh, wait, he's but able to hold on, him. hold on, hold on. Does Rivera like Cam? I think so. Do they have a good relationship? I don't know if that yeah, ended well do. or not. Yeah, they do. 
Okay. I think they love each other. I was going to say, because that's Rivera now. And I don't yeah. know if he's going to want Cam back because he already knows what Cam is. I don't know. I'm just saying it's an example. I know. I know. You know Haskins just, is a I'm good just, example. Um, I'm just trying to shoot it down. Maybe maybe Baker starts off bad or something. <laughs> You're and you going go, that route with Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. Good God. Yeah, something like that. Or, uh, or like or a, they trade Odell for him? Straight whatever up. happens. Oh. And then he's like, let's see what we got in the Stidham kid. And then if it doesn't work out, they try to trade up in the drafting, draft a quarterback or you know, find somebody else in free agency this year. But that's my thing. I think they, because like all Belichick wants to do is find value and add value to his roster. And by turning a $1 million sign to a second round pick is like the Olsen Belichick move after by so excited for Cam this year. So do you think everybody's also so excited to watch New England lose? You think that everybody wants to, I was going to say, do you think that everybody, if they win, let's say to your prediction, if they're three and two, how angry is the like fans? Oh, everybody be furious. Like everybody would be throwing the biggest tantrums, calling cheating on every single play. I think it'd be fun. I really hope oh, it's gonna be fun. I really them. hope that they lose though. I'm I'm kind of on that bandwagon where for me, since Tom is away, bye bye, Bill. Bye bye. Well, so since two thousand one, they've won the division every year except for O two, because they nice. won the Super Bowl in O one. They went nine and seven, missed the playoffs. Of course. And then O eight, they went eleven five Matt Castle, missed the playoffs somehow at eleven and five. And then every year after that, they've won the division. They've won the division every year since 2009, so it's been 11 straight years of it. Ugh. Yeah. That's, just, that's what I'm saying. And I, again, my whole predicament was that it's more Tom than it is Bill. That's why Bill needs to suffer the consequence for not appreciating Tom and loving him like he should. Have. I'm pro Bill. What? Yeah, I'm pro Bill. You're not supposed to be on that. I think he was the the main reason for it. You know what? No, because they've won Super Bowls before. Who does Brady it in the played. last two minutes? I mean, Brady. Made who the brings them back against Atlanta? Who does these? Yeah, but who developed the game plan? Did the oh, cheating the game plan made to hold plan. the St. Louis Rams to like ten points? You know. Oh, let's go twice. up one oh. twice. You yeah, Tim who twice. also blew it and who sat his star corner so that Tom wouldn't yeah, have they a never deep. Never said what happened. Yeah. There. By the way, that's still that, that needs weird. to be a thirty for thirty or some type of CIA investigation. I like where that. there needs to be some type of leak. Think about that, Matt. Everyone dropped full full scored forty one points There's, that game, and Tom was going shot for shot, which you didn't even change anything in the second half. Yeah. Which also brings up the question, what did he do to you, Bill? I don't know. What if he caught him with his wife? No, I don't think so. Time out. Mrs. Bill would love it. I don't know. I don't know what she likes or not. I've never even seen her. I I think I've seen her. Is there a Mrs. Bill? Yeah, she's like 33 or something. (laughs) What? (laughs) Something like that. Um, So the New York Jets, my prediction here. So this is their schedule to start the year. Oh, God. At Buffalo, San Francisco. At Indy, Denver, Arizona, Los Angeles Chargers, Buffalo, at Kansas City, New England, at Miami, then the bye. I think Adam Gase is the first coach fired. Nice. Okay. Nice predicament, I guess. But I was going to say, I don't think they win more than two games. Maybe they win three. But that's my predicament because they also have their players wanting to be traded at all times. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is Adams. Adams pulled the DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, "What do I need to say to get traded?" Is like, "Oh, Adam Gase is the right guy for this team." Trade the next day. Like eight hours later, he was traded. It's just awesome. <laughs> but I mean, what are the Jets doing? What have they even given Darnold? 
Which, by the way, talk about poor Darnold. We don't even know what that I guy like is. I like Darnold. But what is he? He's aggressive. We, we he has some mobility. We don't know what he can be, though. He's what only is, 23, too. Exactly. And yet he's always had these bright spots. He's always had these type of moments. But yet everybody that the Jets put around him, nobody wants to be there. Yeah. If you have a New York Jet uniform on, it means you're a loser. They need <laughs> to just play Invincible. Just wait, no, Invincible is the Eagles one. Who's the Jets? Wasn't there a Jets one? I don't think so. Damn it, I got that wrong. Either way, whenever it comes down to this team, I hate this. Where it's the same Jets. What happened to the Revis Island Jets? What happened to that the was a fun long time defense ago. Jets? That was a long time ago. But what ago. happened to it? Now it's back to just being a joke. Yeah, S-U-C-K, suck, suck, suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, the only thing that I love is that both New York teams suck. Yeah. That's what I enjoy. It's good. But I'd at least like if the Jets were good. Not the Giants. They can go to hell. Yeah, I mean, the Jets have just been so sad and miserable for so awful. long. Well, so they got an entire new offensive line for Le'Veon Bell. Like, everybody's new. Uh, they had the worst offensive line in the league last year. Le'Veon, last season, I think, averaged like three point, oh, 3.2 yards a carry. He had three touchdowns. Um, That's good, right? Yeah. And, Armstead averaged that, too. Well, the weird thing about them, too, is they start off like... I think one in six last year, one in seven, and they finished seven and nine. And so, like, Darnold got healthy and the defense was aggressive. And I mean, I, I know they had like a fringe top 10 defense last year, but it, I, don't, I don't like the talent at all here. Like, you're looking at the depth chart, like, this all kind of sucks. It's and, so like, good. and defense regression, like, you know, defensive performance uh, varies wildly year to year. I don't see the defense being that good again next year. And like I don't How like Gase's they when they've offense. lost all their stars. Yeah, and I don't like Gase's offense at all either. Like watching Jamison Crowder get eleven targets for <laughs> you know sixty-seven <laughs> yards is disgusting. Isn't that still his number one receiver? Yeah. Well, they got Brashard Perriman, who's the worst version of Robbie. That's Anderson. not good. I love Denzel Mims though. He's kind of DeAndre Hopkins. Who's Denzel Mims? Who's a rookie? Second year. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I know who you're talking about now, but. but yeah. I don't even like that. That's still bad. You're still not giving Darnold those somebody. That's proven. Even you giving him Le'Veon, Le'Veon doesn't care. So you're just giving him people that don't care. I just think Le'Veon's a bad spot. But their offensive line this year, Mekki Becton, their first-round pick, Alex Lewis, Connor McGovern, Greg Van Rodden, and George uh, Fant. So it's five new starters this year for him. Let me ask you this. What would a team give up for Darnold? For Darnold? For Darnold. What did the what did the Cardinals get? A second they got a second round pick for Rosen. Yeah, and at least on, a second. I think they would get a first, at least a one and a two. I think they'd get two. I ones, think they though. would. No, I think they. I think, I think get a team would really a want Darnold. first or a second. I think a team would really want Darnold. Like how I'd can like you not? I, so do I. I just don't think he's given a fair shot. So there's no way to really judge. He but also, there's obviously moments. He also looks like the bully in a high school movie too. He also beat my Cowboys. <laughs> that was a beautiful throw. That no, 98-yard no, yeah. touchdown. Yeah, beautiful throw. And then after that, then they lost seven straight games. Because yeah. that was his first game back. Exactly. And they just, That's you know, what my argument was always against Dak. Stupid ass doesn't deserve a contract. <laughs> by the way, I think Zeke still has COVID. Really? I've never heard that he's been cleared. And it's been two months. Is Dak practicing in Dallas? I don't know. Is it, like I haven't heard anything at all from that. All uh, I saw is C D Lamb's incredible and that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, I and there has not been one and I've heard about Dak News. There is not one thing of Zeke. The last thing was really two months ago. If you could find something, let me know here. Cause I'm almost positive the last thing was at the end of June. I believe it was his agent. Yeah, he's starting to feel much better. But that was the last thing you heard. 
That's bizarre. It is. It's actually kind of weird because you would think by this point you're hearing well, something. I just haven't heard anything, anything from Dallas at all lately, you know. Well, yeah. And I go on the internet you know, five times a day or whatever. And usually we're all about the news, but not right now. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, maybe Jerry learned his lesson a little bit. Maybe, but also, too, what if Zeke's just getting fatter? What if he's just eating more like the end of dodgeball? more? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Spare me. Maybe I, I need to learn Photoshop. Put Ezekiel Elliott's face on his body. Be like, what are he's up to, you know? And then get uh, two likes on Twitter. Be like, it's been a good day. I, <laughs> that's what I need. Work is done. We got a pat on the back. Yeah. Um, so we're going to AFC North now. Starting the Baltimore Ravens. So last year, Mark Andrews led the team in receiving 852 yards. Then Marquise Brown with 584. Then Hayes Hurst with 349. And then Willie Steen with 339. My prediction for the Ravens is they'll have one receiver with 1,000 receiving yards this year. I disagree with you only because I would say that both tight ends are going to have 1,000 yards receiving. Well, they traded Hurst to Atlanta. Who do they have though? I thought they got they another have Nick one. Boyle. And Boyle all he does is block. He has a, he's I thought they enormous. got another one though. No. He's enormous, has a shaved head. What did they get? They maybe he drafted a guy. That's what I thought. I thought they had somebody. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong in this. All right. So my predicament, because I wasn't going off of that. If I'm wrong then that they don't have a second tight end, then yeah, you're right. But I'm gonna say Lamar Jackson regresses. As like a runner or a thrower? Uh, runner, both. runner. Okay. I'm going to say big time runner here. You know, he broke 54 tackles last year. I know. And only one was behind the line of scrimmage. And the amount of, and again, the man is so talented. Being able to watch the jukes, being able to watch how it's just slow motion. I just, especially if I'm the Ravens, don't want him to do that again. And especially because to your point on how many escapes, how many rushes, too many. I just don't think you're going to get away with it again this yeah. year. So He doesn't really take any bad hits, though. But that's, that's the thing. He didn't last year. Well, you know the Ravens were the healthiest team in football last year? With everybody, really? On offense, they were the healthiest okay. offense. The only player they lost was Marshall Yanda. Or no, not Marshall. Uh, Brian Bozeman, their right guard. Okay. I thought they lost. No. They were oh. all, and Marquise Brown. Maybe I, if I guess you, yeah, whenever you think about it, then they did just keep, yeah, because all their running backs stayed healthy too with Ingram. Yeah. Until the very end when Ingram got hurt for yeah. the Tennessee game. Okay. You, you want some quick Raven stats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some Ravens kids. For me, the, the, I really uh, hope they're the same team. Oh, yeah. I, like, I really hope it's the exact same thing because it's just fun for the NFL. And it's also cool if the Ravens are the running team like that and then the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs are the throwing team. Yeah. So then it makes Hopefully it... Hopefully they play each other this year. Yeah, it just makes it a lot more exciting, especially because that could turn into some type of cool rivalry between the young talent. I just... I can't see it, man. Yeah. But they... The amount of missed tackles, I always remember, who was it? It was Pittsburgh or somebody. It was a raining game. Whenever uh, That was San Francisco. Okay, yes. It was whenever you just thought that nobody was able to make a play on anything. Oh, here comes Lamar, 12 yards. Yeah. Oh, here comes Lamar, 15 yards. What, what is he doing? <laughs> what? And then they show it, and it's just slow-mo. It's everyone is going in regular time. He's slow motion. Yeah, it's like all these really fast NFL players, like the fastest players in, in the NFL, it looks like they slow down time. Yeah. They, they just like operate in a different set of physics than everybody else. Now, the Football Outsiders Almanac chapter on the Ravens is hilarious just because of all the numbers <laughs> in there. They're like, none of this makes sense. Uh, so they were 
first in offensive adjusted games lost, so they have they have the healthiest offense. They ran single back 65% of the time, which is first. They broke 168 tackles, which is first. They were better without play action. Jackson broke 55 tackles on his own. Wait, wait, better without play yeah, action? Yeah, better without play action, which doesn't make any sense. I was about to say, how um, the hell does that work out? On fourth down, they were 17 for 24. Jim Harbaugh was 3.9 times more aggressive than the average head coach on fourth down. And then in, against Tennessee in the playoffs, they went 0-4 on fourth down. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans just had like the red zone touchdowns in that game, the own four and fourth down. But they just, was just knew what they like, were going to do. A very special uh, game they had there. Um, 11 personnel, they ran it 48% of the time, had 20% DVOA, which is three wide receivers. And no, yeah. you know, you probably throw like 60% yeah. of the time out of that formation. Or, you know, they, you probably throw like 75% of the time. They ran it, um, they ran it 48% of the time. On empty plays, they had 82.9% DVOA which is 8.2 yards of play. Um, and like Jackson's a great quick passer. I think that's one of the things that, or like great, like quick short passer. And that's the yeah, best it's part one of the most beautiful said. type of throws to me. The arm motion. I just love cause it's just so like mm-hmm. silk. It's like silky smooth. Oh, well, it's like some really nice sheets. Yeah. It's so nice to watch. And the only person that's like that is like Teddy, but Teddy, it just always seems like the ball is bigger than his hand. Yeah, yeah. So Teddy always throws it kind of weird. He has tiny hands. Yeah, he does. But Lamar's, it's just, it's net. It's just so smooth. And that's where if he develops the throw better, and to kind of go off of my point, though, with him regressing as a throw and why, or not regressing, regressing as a runner, why I think you're wrong about him not having more than one receiver with 1,000 yards, I would say then Hurst and, or not Hurst, Boyle, Boyle and Hollywood just doesn't Brown. catch very much, though. It's Andrews. Boyle's going to be... Wait, Andrews is the other guy. Yeah, he's the guy. That's what I was ca- talking yeah, yeah. about. The redhead, right? No, the redhead got traded to Atlanta. It was Hurst. Hurst is... I miss Hurst. It's yeah. because that's the one that I always play with in Madden, Andrews which is why Andrews is the one with like short black hair into to OU who catches all the touchdowns for him. Nope, don't remember that. And then Boyle was like the big... Like, See, I thought that wrestler. was Boyle. No, the, Boyle was the big wrestler guy with the shaved head who just blocks and catches like 25 passes. Nope, okay. I got nothing on this, so maybe I'm wrong. Well, no, Boyle anyway, Hollywood Brown's going to have 1,000 yards. Yeah, I think if he stays healthy, he can do it. Yeah. That's easy peasy. Um, and then they also went, they started off two and two and then won 14 straight games <laughs> until losing to Tennessee in the divisional round. And that was just the team getting hot. And I think everybody was just kind of blown away by the magic they were coming out with. That's why, Matt, I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah. I just well, don't think I am. Well, I just don't think he's like Mahomes, even though I was wrong with Mahomes. Yeah. I was wrong with Patty. Yeah. I'll admit that. Yeah. Well, we'll do a predictions show next week as far as like, you know, playoff teams. Uh, Super Bowl picks, MVP, all that sort of stuff. And so I have a, a big Baltimore take. How big? For next- oh, my God. Hold on. Tell me when to stop. It's juicy. Oh, my God. It's oh, so my God. Juicy. Are you serious? It's oh, so my juicy. God. Hold on. Maybe you didn't understand the game. Let me restart. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah, like right there. It just keeps getting bigger. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get what's going on here. I wish we could do a, a My Guys fantasy podcast, but we can't because there's conflicting interests here. I don't understand what's going on. So, like, we we talk about like maybe our ten favorite fantasy football picks for the year. Oh, but we got conflicting interests here. Why well, we have conflicting interests? We're in the same league. I can't tell you who I like. Why can't? Why? You'll take my guys. Wait, what pick are you? I have no idea. I don't okay, care. that doesn't even help then. <laughs> Who cares? All right, so the next team we have here is Cincinnati. Uh, I don't. This is a very personal pick. They're going to be. I think they're going to be my favorite bad team this year. So like, I think they're in that perfect sweet spot of like you know six to eight wins. I love their defensive line. 
with DJ Reader and Carl Lawson and Geno Atkins and Chris Hubbard. Uh, I love Joe Burrow. I love the receivers that they have. I'm excited to watch Jonah Williams finally play, who is my offensive tackle number one in 2019. What's your predicament? I don't have a predicament here. Oh, you don't have a predicament? My prediction is I, I don't know who my favorite team is going to be, oh. like my favorite bad team. Like last year was the Bucks. The year before that was the Bills. Um, so I don't know what that team is going to be until it actually ha- until the season happens. It's like week three. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to watch this team every week now. And the Bengals are my preseason pick for how I may feel four weeks from now. Where I'm like, yeah, I watch every Bengals game. I love them, and they're a lot of fun. All right, so A.J. Green doesn't play more than two games. <laughs> okay, all right. There you go. That's, that's, a good I, that's what I got. I just, man. He's, well, he's 31. He's, I think he's hurt again. He's, I think they're trying to hold him until like the season opener, like the week before or yeah. something. I don't think he's healthy right now. I must he be tore miss- a tendon in his ankle last year, played zero games. He's I'm, on the franchise tag. I must be missing something with the guy because, AJ, I like you. Yeah. But to your point, Matt, he's 31. Who do you think had the better career, him or Julio? Oh, Julio? It was weird because at first it was AJ, and then the injuries switched where instead of Julio being injured, instead of like AJ being, AJ was the healthy one, now it's flipped where Julio's the healthy one. Julio will always go down as one of the greatest receivers only because of the consistency. Yeah, and he's he's a god too. Like, it's just insane. The consistent just year after year where Matt Ryan, if he didn't have that, would not be able to be Matt Ryan. Plain and simple. Matt Ryan, nobody would care about. He probably would have lost his job by now if he didn't have Julio. Well, you know, he has Matt, he had Matt Schaub there behind him. He oh almost my. lost it last year. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. I think the Bengals are going to be a lot of fun this year. My only thing about them, I'm afraid of, is I don't think Zach Taylor's a good head coach. And oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and so, like, I don't know. He was, it was a rough spot for him last year, but I don't think he's a good head coach. And so that's the only thing holding me back from about the Bengals this season. I would say to your point that I don't think they're going to be a fun, bad team because I don't think they're going to be a bad team. Or, no. I do think they're going to be a bad team. I just don't think they're going to be fun because it's going to be more depressing where I think they're just going to blow it at the end. Because you're going you're gonna to like it, I know, because they're going to be close games all the time. Yeah. It's always going to come down to the wire, but the other team's always going to pull away from them in the end. But to your point on Zach Taylor, even though I'm kind of... I don't mind him. I just... I don't think anything's going to really happen, and I think a lot of it's going to come down to coaching where then he's going to have to be able to make the right decisions, and I don't see that, but I also don't see them being like 3-13 and or anything like that. I see them being probably about 5-11. and Yeah. I think I don't win like 6 or 7. Yeah, see, I'm around that, man. Yeah. Well, my only concern with Joe Burrow, too, is like we mentioned before, he was 24 years old. Joe Exotic, is that your word? Well, no, he was 24 years old last year, whatever it was. And like he said himself, he's like, unless it's weed in age. he's like, I'm six years older there, but I should be the best player in this league. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's where he at least said it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it. I'm excited for him though. Um, next team here, the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, isn't going to try and murder anybody. That's not a Outs- No, no. He's going to jail if he does it again. Outside the rules of the game. I think he leads the NFL in sacks this year. All right. He had 10 sacks, I think in 10 games last year. Odell is traded. By week 12. Okay. To who? That's the hard part. To your point, I think it's going to be a team well, that Well, I think needs... the trade deadline's like week eight. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I was just saying week 12 because you were Sounds saying something good. else. Yeah. Either way, he's going to be gone by that point. I just don't think... I think Cleveland's going to struggle once again. 
I think by that point, they're going to be a 500 team. So if it is the trade deadline, for example, they're going to be 4-4 and if I'm right about the Week 12, which I think I'm wrong. 6-6. and Either way, they'll be 500 whenever they trade them. Because they'll just be a desperate move to try something where they need to replace an offensive player, grab a defensive guy, do something that is different than have a wide receiver that they're not going to do anything with. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think know. they'll finally make a football decision. I'm kind of stuck on the Browns right now because, like, I you know, like I, no, I know the offense they're going to run. They're just going to run the, what the Vikings did. And, yeah. it's, and they're going to run two tight end sets. They're going to have two receivers on the outside. They're going to run outside zone. They're going to give Nick Chubb 250 carries. They're going to give Kareem Hunt 100 carries. Baker Mayfield's just all, you know, all Mayfield what Chubb all, did. All Mayf- Mayfield's going to do roll out right. Roll out what? Throw the ball up to Odell Beckham. Throw like little crossing routes to Jarvis Landry. Like it's an easy offense, you know? And I think they have the offensive line to be able to control games well enough too. So I, I'm really stuck on them. I like their pass defense, except for the, their their defense I like bouncing back, except their linebackers are really bad. But, you know, whenever they play, the Ravens are going to score 41 points on them. You know what I mean? But I That's think what I like, mean. That's exactly, exactly think, right. I think they can play well though. Like I, I think the floor is... I don't know. I just don't. I think this offense is such a high floor, typically, you know. And it's an easy like. I don't know. Like, give me like but, ten years to practice. I think I could play this stupid offense. But that's kind of like going back to exactly what you just said there. What? It seems like that. Yeah, this type of offensive style. Yeah, you're gonna beat the bad teams. The teams that don't care. You're gonna beat those teams that are trying to get the draft pick, like the Jets. You may be able to pull out the win against Cincinnati. Whatever bad teams you're going up against, I expect Cleveland to win. But whenever it's against the good teams, whenever against the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, whenever it's against those They play Dallas this year. I know they do. Yeah. Whenever those type of teams come into town or they play them, I think they're just going to get blown off the map. And it's because the moment's going to overwhelm them, but also... When that when the easy offense doesn't work, when your defense and Miles Garrett's not getting enough sacks and pressure, I think you have get, to rely on Baker now. I think, I think they good. can get nine wins though out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, but that's not good. Well, I think they're gonna like. I think it's been the ultimate Browns, and they're gonna finally have a winning season, and they're gonna lose some tiebreakers and not make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they have. I mean, so like they play Cincy week two, Washington week three, Dallas week four. They play Cincy week seven, Las Vegas week eight. They also get to play. The, is better. They play the the Giants. They, they play the NFC East and the NFC South, and they also get to play like a third place schedule. So they have a pretty easy schedule this year too. Um, I don't know. Redskins I just, will beat them. I just think it. I just think it, it's it's easy though. You know, in a lot of sense. And also the teams too who are hyped up one year, they usually aren't good the next year, but they're usually good the year after that. Their coaching was so bad last year. Freddie so Kitchens. Awful. That just like even having an average coach or a good head coach is an enormous difference. And then even having Mayfield not be one of the worst quarterbacks in the league and being average, which I think he'll be, is an enormous improvement as well, too. And they won, you know, six games or whatever last year. Um, I don't I I want to say they're gonna make the playoffs, but still the Browns. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Guy. Not in this If division. you took the same team and just put them in a different city, it'd be like, yeah, they make the playoffs. Yeah. But that's where it's just it's the Browns, so it's hard. Yeah. I just to your point there with coaching, yes, if they have somebody competent that's going Who is their coach, by the way? The offensive coordinator of the Vikings last year. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So just Gary Kubiak with like salt ooh. and pepper. <laughs> I was going to say, ooh. 
That's I, not. I mean, like you know, like that's I've not a splash, Matt. I've watched this offense for like I don't They're know. They're gonna be six and ten. Eleven years now. This is terrible. Like, I know what it looks like, and it's easy, and it can be pretty easy. Um, so Miles Garrett last year played five hundred fifty six snaps. He had ten sacks, ten hits, twenty two hurries. Eh, I'm thinking now because he'll play like nine hundred snaps this year. Yeah, but since it is that offense, dude, Nick Chubb is the real deal. You know his red zone numbers are awful. Oh no no no! I knew yeah, that yeah. he doesn't score a touchdown by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, but because I mean, like he's just bad in the red zone. But yeah. he he averaged five and a half yards per carry outside the red zone, and the red I can pull it up right now if you want to see do it. it because I think that's why they should be playing Kareem Hunt only on the goal line type of situations. So little fantasy knowledge out there: if you have Nick Chubb, you're gonna be vultured out with the TDs. It's a little tip from your truly Taylor. Yeah, I can see. I don't want to sit here and, and try to pull up. But yeah, in the red zone, he was awful last year. I want to go back and pull up the video and watch all those snaps. Be like, what happened? It doesn't make any sense. I think when everybody's just like kind of on the line where there's, there's no space to there. run, you don't really have a whole... It's a space to plant and cut like yeah. he usually does. And I would say that Kareem Hunt's probably a stronger guy than him. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Best running back combination in the league. Yeah, even though Kareem Hunt... Disappointed. Um, so Pittsburgh, my prediction is that they're going to regret not getting a backup quarterback. I can't believe wait, it. Wait, you're lying, right? No, their backups are Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. No, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> Man, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. They should have signed Jameis Winston. What is going on with these? You know what? Here's your Cam Newton fine right here. That's what's yeah, going to happen. There you go. So. Like, how many times does this have to happen? Are we just going to ignore that? He's been healthier than you think. I looked it up. I was like, wait, he played 15 and 16 games just about every year, but he's hurt. I was going to say he's always banged up, yeah, though. He, I was like, it's I thought not he was fully would... healthy. He's like 60% at all times. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. He has like seven hit points left. And he always has to stay in because they're looking at their bench going, man, look at what we got. So he has to stay in. And guess what? Maybe if you had a Jameis, maybe if you had somebody, a Cam, to back him up, maybe there'd be a little, Ben, Ben, come on out. Come on out. Let's get you rested here. We got somebody that we could put in. Yeah, your, uh, your shin bone, I can see it. Yeah. No, now, just, just shoot me back Now it's the same up, crap. Guys. It's the same crap with Pittsburgh. And by the way, that goes back to my prediction. Because you know what I was going to say? I don't even know who their backup is. But I was going to say this. Big Ben doesn't last the whole season. I think he, I, he but like, it's weird because he does last the season, but he's always hurt. I was surprised when I looked it up. How old is he, 38? This is 38. <laughs> oh, His God. big, stupid head. Oh, God. There's no way. That is just not happening for a whole season. That is going to be a banged up body. You know he hasn't been done doing anything in COVID time. God, he's been sitting around okay, probably so riding his motorcycle. Plays yoga or, or does yoga. I guess you don't play yoga. Yeah, how do you uh, play yoga? I don't know. <laughs> we. No, I mean, I don't know. You leave the YouTube all long enough. Who knows what shows up? That's true, too. Uh, so in 19, he played two games. The year before, he played 16, then 15, 14, 11, 16, 16, 13. And uh, like he plays, but he's always hurt, though. He has like a broken arm when he I, plays. I think they didn't sign Jameis because of the optics, you know? Well, yeah, because he's also Cause they terrible. Already, well, they already had Big Ben on the roster. It's like, we can't have two of these sort of guys. On okay, the team. all right. What, you, know? you guys that steal crab legs? Yeah, they, you know, they've made some very poor decisions in their lives that uh, they sh- did a lot of things they shouldn't have done, you know. They got crabs. Hey! Something. I don't know. They, 
they just did bad things though. Bad guys did bad things. But um, I think Jameis have been perfect there though. Spread out offense, you know, four wide receivers can chunk it up. Has a great defense play behind him. Yeah, um, Jameis is not good though, so it doesn't really matter where he's at because he's not going to be playing. Hey, just wait. You know what? The same thing's going to happen this year. Breeze what? is going to vacation. He's going to miss six games. James going to come in, go six and zero. Oh. Breeze is going to come Taysom back. Hill's going to be coming in. No, they're going to start savior. Doing this. No, they're reincarnation of Drew Breeze. Nope. <laughs> no. All right, so let's go to the AFC South. Well, what's your what's your Pittsburgh prediction? Oh, that Big Ben wasn't going to be oh, okay, lasting. Gotcha. He won't last the full season. Interesting. And right. you were going against that point, but the problem is, Matt. He's going to be like I think, 60%. So what are we calling this? I mean, I think if he's just going to play. But he's if be he like, is limping, I'm right, okay? He's going to be limping by week four. <laughs> oh, God. He's always limping. Yeah. He's like a tranquilizer, like seven, seven darts. Oh, no. And there's the limp. We got well, the limp. It looks like now. Ben's limping again. He's limping out of the And tunnel. now he's limping off field. Yeah. Oh, God. This doesn't look good. He has blood coming out of his ears, but uh, he's still Put there. Put him in, coach. There's a tampon in his ear now. Soak up the blood. Mason's coming in. No, no, no. Ben's fine. My least favorite player in the league is Mason Rudolph. All right, let's go to the AFC South. So Houston, my prediction is, I th- so last year, the first year in Bill O'Brien's career, they finished with a positive offensive DVOA of 0.2%, which was 17th in the league. They aver- They were 14th in points scored. Finally. <laughs> With a fringe, like, you know, like a talent level top five quarterback. That's what they did. Um, I think the offense is going to improve this year, even after the DeAndre Hopkins trade, just because of something we call built-in upside on the show and uh, and on the website. And so I think just by, like, not giving the ball to Carlos High on first down so many times, throwing the ball downfield, using more play action, even without DeAndre Hopkins, like, there's the possibility of this offense just being better. And I think Watson's going to continue to improve, you know, um, this is the fourth year of his career. So I think the Hopkins trade was bad, stupid, abhorrent, terrible, disgusting. Um, there's another word I'd like to use, but you know, this is a family show and that word's been out of favor uh, from the, you know, a word that was used a lot in the 1990s. But that we don't know that we don't use anymore. <laughs> no, we don't but, use uh, I, so despite all that, and despite like the fact that Hopkins was their best vertical receiver, outside receiver, slot receiver, who cares about those middle things, of the field receiver, uh, got open immediately and create easy throws from Watts despite all that. I do think the offense gets improves, but it won't be because of the tray. I think it's just because of the built-in upside. Okay. All right. You done with yours? Yeah. All right. My prediction, it's this easy. The Texans are going to go 4-12. and 12. <laughs> Okay. The Texans are going to be just above the Jacksonville Jaguars in this division. And it's because... And, you know, and hey, you know who has their first round pick? Who does? Miami Dolphins. Oh. You know who's their second round pick? Oh, Stop, man. You know, I don't want to talk about this now. The Miami Dolphins. Oh yeah, his third God. round pick. Please stop. I think they have their third <laughs> round pick. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. They okay. may trade it next week. Okay. Know. All right. Here's the thing. There's no way you win more than five. I don't even think with the Deshaun talent, because here's also my thing. Deshaun's going to be pissed. Deshaun's going to be angry. Uh. And I, th- I think it's going to be about after week three. When Sean starts getting hit more and more and more. Oh, you know their schedule this year? What is their schedule? Isn't it tough? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, going back to my whole prediction here. But it's going to be depressing to watch at the same time. And the reason why I say they're going to lose that many games is because of Bill. Yeah. Where I think the best option would be whenever you're midway through the season and you see that Watson isn't happy you have to fire Bill, not try to throw money at Watson. 
Because if Watson's getting hit every single day, he's not going to be I didn't, I didn't the offensive line. The problem with the offensive line, though, they pass block well one versus one. Like, there's holes. Like, Tyus Howard needs to learn to play on with the tackle stuff. But whenever they get blitzed, they don't know what to do. Like, you never see a team that gives up so many free rushers and they just misdiagnose stuff all the time. And he's going to be able to perform magic. And I think that he's going to have some type of receiver help when they're healthy. But even with David Johnson... How long am I going to give all these guys to be healthy and remaining? If they all stay solid and healthy, hell yeah, okay, the Texans offense could be something. But what the hell are the odds of that? And however many of these guys have been able to do that. Yeah. I just, it's hard to watch because I always told you the best part about the Texans for me was Hopkins. And Bill has just destroyed it. Yeah. And the only hope that the Texans have is y'all oh, I can't believe is y'all being able to go four and twelve. I can't believe you gave away all this stuff. And you losing that option to have a pick. I think that's the only thing that's gonna be able to kind of set something yeah. in somebody's mind here. Yeah. I understand. I'm not I, I understand it, it, just, from. it hurts me. It's not like something I want to bash. Yeah. Even though I'm not a I mean, Texans if, fan. I think like it's if, just not something I'm bashing. If Watson got hurt, I think it's totally the realm of possibility. If he wasn't oh, if, yeah. because AJ McCarron's backing him up and you know McCarron is not, not very good fit. <laughs> uh and also like the the defense without JJ Watt is the worst defense in football. The defense with JJ Watt is a below average defense. And it's also defense that lost two of its best players in Tayshawn Gibson and DJ Reader. And uh, they're placed with Eric Murray and a rookie who weighs 290 pounds. Who's like, That's who has good. great pad level, but he's not going to be the same run stopper that Reader is. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's not my whole thing. It's like my brain's warped watching the Texans play since 14, or I guess since 13 for that manner, because I only know like what an average or above average or below average quarterback is to so, like watch every week. And then now having like an elite quarterback or like a top five talent level quarterback who plays, you know, like a, a fringe top 12 one numerically. It's like, wait a second. There's this like warp there where I like all the problems in the team and forget that like, oh yeah, when you have this quarterback, a lot of stuff doesn't matter at all. And so that's why I picked him to go nine seven in the division this year, just because it's like, I think I finally learned my lesson after last year, picking to go seven and nine. And I think the year before I picked him to go eight and eight or whatever. I think I've been um, more of a better predictor about the Houston Texans than you. I think yeah, last year than you were at yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, except for they had to play team. I think you picked the Ravens. It was always we were or opposite or something yeah. like that. Whenever we picked them, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, but either way, you got a little too hot on them. Was the thing? It's like they they got it. I'm feeling like no, 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 no. This is when they. <laughs> Whenever when it was they like back to back wins, you were like Taylor. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's never. Oh no, happen. the home field advantage thing. Yeah. Well, then the family's like, we're going to get home field advantage. She was like, no, it's not going to happen. Never. They lost to the two and twelve Colts. To blow home field advantage in 2011. Yeah, but Brissett was on, man. No, in 2011 they did that, and then 2012 was the year they lost to the Colts once, and they lost to the Vikings. They lost to uh, who is the guy who he from Florida State Ponder. They lost to Christian Ponder in Week 16 to blow home field advantage in the postseason. They lost like 13. Who did Christian Ponder play for at that the point? Vikings. Okay, I was going to say Vikings. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like his, se- his first year or second year. They lost like 16 7, the Vikings. The only team he played for? I think so. I was like, I don't think I've seen One anything else. One of the worst else. Um, EJ Manuel level bad. So the Texans play <laughs> at Kansas EJ. City, Thursday Night Football, Baltimore, week two. That's great. At Pittsburgh, week three. Yep. Minnesota, week four. Jacksonville at Tennessee, oh, then Green man. Bay. My prediction's so on point here. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, you're going one in five. <laughs> That's what that just said to me. You're going one in five in the first six weeks there. I'm glad that somebody hates the Texans more than I do on the show. Well, it's no, I only have to say this because it's more like this is what you have to have happen. I apologize. I don't want it to happen. I like the overall team. I don't like the, the overall team is anything they like. It's the show. Well, I like I like the show. Okay. Yeah. Well, I always think that whenever you say overall team, it's the quarterback. Yeah. Everyone knows. But whenever it comes down to it, you gotta somehow kill the king, the ruler. You have to fight against him. This has to be a Braveheart situation. Do they lose or do they win? I never that? saw Braveheart. I don't know. I don't think I finished it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Watch I think that. people are gonna be mad at us. Yeah, I watched Joyride. That. It's Joyride. Paul, Paul Walker. I thought Joyride. No, that's taxi. It's really, it's good. I really liked it. You say is that the you one? You know, J.J. Abrams wrote it. No, no, it's where they're like going on cross country drive, and Greg Zahn's in it, and uh, who's in Saving Silverman, of course, the funniest movie of all time. And they like mess with this trucker, and the trucker kills somebody, and then he's chasing after him. And they pick up this girl who's like he's like friends with, and then it gets crazier. I and think I know it. It's good is. though. If you ever want like a fun like a fun movie. It sounds like a fun movie. Yeah, it's good. I'm dude. excited. Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, family film. Yeah, you watch it. It's PG-13. Oh, yeah, but come on, man. PG-13 gets a little hardcore sometimes. <sighs> the first five minutes gets a little hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> you see like half a butt in it, you know? Half a butt in PG-13? Yeah. What are we showing that, kids these that days? sick pervert J.J. Abrams wrote it too. Oh, of course he did. Um, so, Indy. I think Philip Rivers is going to be a top 10 quarterback this year. Okay. How do you have him as a top 10 quarterback, but he's nine and seven? Again, I'm like, I think it's going to happen. There's a big swing of variance here. And it just goes back to him playing behind an offensive line that protects well. All right. My predicament. And I'll let you keep going with your little defense. Are you calling it predicament? It's, pr- it's prediction. Like, why can't I just make it sound a little bit longer uh, okay. and better? That's all I'm trying saying. to do. Try to be an intellectual. God. All right. Bill Rivers. It's going to win the division this year. All right. That's what they're going to do with the Indianapolis Colts. That is why I just, to your point and what we talked about even last year and even this year, we expect the Colts to be what they were. And they shouldn't have even been what they were as bad as they were, but they had Brissett, who somehow would win some games here and Brian there. Brian Hoyer started three games for them. That's what I mean. And yet, They lost to the Dolphins of Brian Hoyer. And it was the quarterback always had a shot, though. And it was the quarterback always blowing it because they were so bad. So now you have some. And I think Frank Reich's kind of a coward too last year. This play calling, like they well, played. They Houston. weren't trying to risk it because he didn't want to even like try yeah. to show something. And Bruce says and pushed the ball down the field. That's what I mean, yeah, yeah, you hated that. Yeah, well, and they ran the ball forty-five times against Houston Thursday Night Football or whatever it was. But that's where with. Oh my God, that was a horrible game to watch. Yeah. I think I had one of the receivers that I picked up on the waiver wire. It was just so Probably horrible. Zach Pascal. I think it was Zach Pascal. I love Pascal. Man, it's so terrible. Either way, though, I just I like this indie team. I think that they were only missing a quarterback. I think they have everything else that's going to be able to work with the defense, offensive line, wide receivers. Even though you don't think it's a great fit, I think it's just fine fit, and I think they're going to be good. Yeah, I can't argue against that. What are you talking about? Like You're it. supposed to argue against it. No, I mean my like my thing comes down just to Sean being really good. Uh, so Jacksonville. I kind of have two. One, I think Gardner Minshew is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, he's going to be a guy who's going to, like, he's a Fitzpatrick with a mustache instead of a beard. Now it's the, the beard is starting right now. No, no, he'll never grow the beard. He'll just oh. have the mustache. And, like, he's always going to be, like, good enough to be a backup, and he's playable. 
And uh, how long and, like, is the mustache gonna, see, gonna get? We're gonna see him. Is that Fu Manchu? <laughs> is it, is it like I just think we're gonna see him in the league for like the next twelve years or something, yeah. or maybe even like a Case Keenum figure. Maybe he'll have like some weird run out of nowhere. Uh, and the second thing is the Jags are allowed to have one great team once a decade. They're allowed one great team, and they can have one run. That's it. And they disappear and burn the whole team down. But I think uh, Clavon Chasen and Josh Allen will be part of the foundation of the the good Jaguars team this decade, whether it's in 2024, 2026, or 2020, you know, two or whatever. Um, I think those two guys are going to be like, like a, not like a, like maybe like a white beer version what Denver had with, you know, Von Miller and Marcus Ware. Like, and by white beer, I mean like the natural white version of it, because that was, you know, an all time great pass rush that won a Super Bowl on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Natural light version, huh? I don't think anybody likes Natty Light, okay? I used to. Was it Natty Light Ice? Is it now uh, what people are? I peaked highlighter yellow one night because that stuff. Oh, you like yellow bellies. Oh. No, no, that was just a phase. For like, oh, God. Well, I was working for a moving company. Makes me sick. All right. Either way, when it comes to this team, I already told you my prediction at the very beginning. Or, I'm sorry, my predicament. This is going to be their number one pick. All right. That is what I'm predicting here for this team. They are not trying. They are going for it all. The only team that they have competition against is going to be the New York Jets. I just don't understand what the hell this team is doing besides trying to tank. All right. I think they're making it very obvious. And poor Minshew, by the way. I don't think he's going to get a really fair shot here. Yeah, I don't here. think so either. And so, was, he just seems like he's aspy. They have a, I like their offensive line, though. Except for the interior. I like Juwan Taylor. Well, mainly when I say that's like, I think it's average. And I love Juwan Taylor. Uh, my other predicament is... I think the pool is going to be open this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I think it's going to be open once, at least once. We're going to see a shot where somebody's in the pool. Oh, man. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Just bring us back to normal. I know, oh, I want man. I want, I want, wait, would you watch the game in that pool? I, of course. I want, There's man, a lot of people in that pool, though. I just want normal life. I want people in the pool in Jacksonville. I want, I don't know what else. That's all I want. <laughs> My favorite thing was that woman wearing a black shirt and jeans and standing in the pool watching the game. <laughs> oh my God. Whenever I saw how many people were in the pool, whenever they showed the shot one time and there was a lot, I was like, I don't want to be in there. That just looked gross. Then other times it looked a little private. I feel like there's private parties that can oh, reserve yeah, it. Oh yeah, time it right. Oh, do you think there's private parties? Could we reserve the pool? How much do you think that would cost us? Probably, you make money from this podcast, right? Seven thousand. We have a million listeners. You got to make money from this. I'd probably make like I don't know how much I make. Like, it's like oh okay, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, bigger. Ten million. Yeah. Tell me when to stop. Is it bigger? Yeah. Um. So that's the AFC South. Oh no, the Tennessee Titans. I th- oh, yeah. yeah, I think their offense is going to be worse because they're not going to score some red zone touchdowns. But it's going to be like good still. They just won't like they're going to score maybe I don't I mean I, I guess they're I 9 and 7. I think they're going to be a good team. So instead of scoring like 30 points to Ryan Tannehill at the quarterback, they'll score like 24, 26. People will be like, "Oh, are the Titans worse." Like, no, they just aren't scoring a touchdown in the red zone 98% of the time, and that's going to be the only thing that's be different. But I think they're going to be good. Though, yeah, so. I think they're still going to be fine. I think their defense is going to be better as well. I think they're going to have at least something. And yeah. I think Tannehill is going to be able to improve, get more comfortable. I think from a shotgun spread out, exactly. I, like, I think they're going to be a better shotgun team this one than they were missing last now year. Now you get to be able to experiment. You actually have a thrower, unless you're Jay Gruden who just collects things. But at least you have a quarterback who knows how to throw a football. Yeah. So that way you can spread the offense to your point of running shotgun. 
everyone in their right mind is going to be just saying Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. So now you can try to have Tannehill be able to bomb the and really AJ like, Brown. Yeah. Yeah. And then Corey Day is pretty the intermediate stuff. Adam Humphrey's going to be healthy to start the year. For once. Yeah, that's good. He's not going to be healthy. I, I like him. Um, of course thank, thank God the Titans saved him from going to New England. Yeah. Uh, also, the other thing about Henry, too, and I learned Super Bowl. Uh, talking to Justin Graver when we did the Titans season preview was that Derek Henry, he's like his numbers in December and November are like 6.5 yards a carry. And then he's at like 2.7, 3.1 the first part of the year. And he just gets better as the year goes on. So like maybe like try a win from the shotgun with Tannehill for you know a month or so or six weeks and then get you know Henry Slave right But don't up. they say that with some of the young running backs where it's more like they have to run themselves into like game shape? I don't think it's shape. He's in great shape. But well, I think that's what it's I mean. like He's a freak show, I think he obviously. just gets better because the defense is Goliath t- for God's sake. Well, I think the defense just gets tired in, in December. They played 14 games. You know, they're way, covered in bruises, and it's like, oh, okay, I have to tackle Derrick Henry 30 times this game. By the way, speaking of Goliath, i got to make one shout-out here. Okay. Everyone needs to watch Gargoyles on Disney. That is not a children's show. Whatever you remember on Gargoyles, <laughs> it ages so perfect. It is insane. And by the way, I don't want to hear anything about how people don't get the respect. You know who the main like antagonist is in that show? It's a female. You know who the detective is? A woman. Oh. What, what are we doing here? Yeah. Gargoyles should be made into a real live action today. I've had the argument, though, with my father. You know why it's not? Because they don't know how to make it not rated R. Because when you rewatch the cartoon, that's why everybody needs to go and see. Guys, it's it's violent. Ooh. Oh. All right. Sorry for that little segue. Yeah, I, I have a very strange childhood memory of that show being Dude, on. Dude, you need to watch. It is. I kid you and not. just being confused. I, I was always excited good. when it was on, but it's hard to catch it because it was on WB. And you're like, who the yeah. hell is watching WB? Channel like 35 without cable or something like that. For me, it was channel seven. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was seven. Oh, it was seven. The WB Fox, was always seven. Without cable, Fox was 29. That Fox was three. I'm talking about without cable. I don't have cable. You were the rich family. I was yeah, the poor yeah. family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the AFC West, Denver, I think they have a top five defense this year. Okay, no. All right. <laughs> Here, no. Von what Miller's are you talking back. about? Charlie Chubb's back. AJ Boye. Great. Jarrell Casey. Great. Justin Simmons. Great. Kareem Jackson. Great. They got some other cornerbacks. Yeah. <laughs> they have some guys who were once something. Okay. In the end, Tremaine Edmonds, one of the best coverage linebackers. Or AJ Johnson, one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. Here's my thing it doesn't matter because their offense is going to turn the ball over. Well, I'm t- well I guess I'm, not, I'm talking about DVA, not point score. Oh, okay. Okay. You're, yeah. you're going off of your little hidden stats that nobody else pays no, attention just, to. No, no. Because uh-huh. for me, with this team, Man, what are we doing? I don't. If Drew Locke's good, they, we, they're gonna make the playoffs. Is he good though? I don't know. Nobody knows. He played four games last year. I don't know. And nobody knows what he can he, do. I think the problem with Drew Locke, if he was like more handsome, they have weapons and everything. If he was more handsome, people would be like and look more like a quarterback. People would be like Drew Locke's great. What did they get for running back? By the way, they had Melvin Gordon. That's who it was. They picked yeah. up Melvin. Which, by the way, what do you think of that? I don't know if I like it's that good. with him and it, Lindsay. It's great. Aren't they the same guy? No, they're not the same. They seem like the same exact running back here. What am I missing? <laughs> no, I mean, like, Melvin's just more physical. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think Lindsey is not, I'm not saying physical. Lin- yeah, he's not as physical. He doesn't go through guys like Gordon does, but it's great to have two good running backs. I guess, but then you're battling over, like, who's the it's best. It's fine. I don't 
enough is the best. Yeah. It's and for me, I just don't like this team. I mean, I don't even know what I'm working with here. I kind of like them. Oh god. I don't. I don't see any holes in their defense. So okay, this may be your favorite bad team then. It depends on Drew Locke, though. Like I love their defensive players. Oh, so you just think that you're like, gonna I love, love Burrow I more love than Boye. Locke? I love Drew Casey. I love Von Miller. Why don't you marry him then? Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, whenever that, it'd be like big love, but just me and the Denver Broncos defense. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds that sounds weird. That's oh the, that was the HBO show, the Mormon guy with the polygamy. By the way, that's a TVMA. That's not PG thirteen. That's TVMA. Uh, that's Sunday night eight o'clock on oh, HBO. Yeah. That's what is it? That's like bliss uh, on Oxygen Channel at eleven o'clock. Whenever you're in middle school. By the way, if people know Bliss, they're perverts. Yeah, I know right? Bliss. <laughs> Man, come on. That's all I did in middle school. And yeah. I would come in the next day. I remember Mundos. Mundo. Oh, oh the Spanish Cal- channel. You got Caliente on Mundos. Oh, muy caliente. Mm-hmm. All right, but seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we got to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, calm down over So there. what's your Denver prediction? So my Denver prediction is I don't know this team still. They're going to be just 8-8, eight and 7-9. Eight, they're just not going to have a winning record. That is my prediction. And I don't think they're going to have a top five defense. I think they have a top five defense. Oh, yeah, you hear their defense? Yeah, yeah. Name it all to me. I, uh, I think it's great, too. Left defensive end, Jarrell Casey. Nose tackle, Mike Purcell. Right defensive end, Shelby Harris, who's really great at batting passes down the, at the I line know, of scrimmage. I know. Vaughn Miller, uh, weak side linebacker. Alexander Johnson, inside linebacker. Todd Davis, inside linebacker. Uh, you know, like they assigned Mark Barron, which was interesting. Um, Bradley Chubb, and then cornerbacks Bryce Callahan, AJ Boye, Isaac Yadam's fine, I guess. And their safeties are Cream Jackson, who's just an all time badass, and Justin Simmons. It's great, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I'm still not blown away by that. That's not top five for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know Drew Locksley, though. No idea. I don't think I've ever watched I said, him. I, get, play. Like, I think if he. If he, I think he was more handsome, people would be a lot more excited for him. He just doesn't look like a quarterback. You're just saying because he's ugly, people No, don't I'm not like calling him, him ugly. I'm not him, saying he's ugly. I'm saying he doesn't like look like the... You call him a muggle? No, he just doesn't look like the archetypical like, you know, quarterback. Call him a muggle, dude. No, muggle, we're muggles, dude. Yeah, you can, that's what you think. It's true. I don't sure. know what you got. Uh-huh. I, don't know, I don't know what you got in your pocket. I have a wand. You get what is it made out of? Don't worry about it. Is made it, out of is uh, it unicorn hair and mahogany? No, it's uh, what was it? Dragons? Was it dragon's tooth? Dragon's dingleberry? Yeah, it's dragon's dingleberry, and a little bit of hair. All right. <laughs> dragon's dingleberry and ha- Hagrid pubic hair. <laughs> My favorite. By the way, that's a powerful one. Oh, yeah, I'm so mad when I found out I was just Hagrid. <laughs> I didn't want those like you know one of those personality tests that went around. That's when so COVID funny. happened, it's like ninety two percent. I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." Yeah, you're angry, man. Yeah, that pissed. That hurt my feelings, but uh, <laughs> but you have to really know, you know, see outside the illusions of yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah. So Kansas City, I have. Uh, I'm a. You know, I know I didn't want to go too far into some of these big predictions for next week's show, but I have Mahomes in the MVP, and Kansas City is the number one seed. Yeah, I'm not okay. So my whole predicament was this easy. They're winning the Super Bowl again. All right, I'm done. There's my prediction. I don't have to win the Super Bowl. Though. I have to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Because I have the, yeah. Oh, yeah. We still got to go to Logan's Roadhouse, dude. What? What are you talking about? We got to go to dinner. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, I don't remember that. 
I yeah. won that. Oh yeah, I go to dinner next Either week. Either way, that's my prediction. Man, that's not even me just trying to like chalk it up or anything with this team. I just don't know where they lost anything. Yeah, they got better. I don't know where we did not exactly improve or regress. I just I don't know who's gonna beat them. Yeah. That's my freaking issue. And it's like I can try to deny the Mahomes thing all I want. Be oh yeah, he's not gonna be able to do this. It's like he has a running game now. He's not going to be able to do that. Well, he still has all the weapons. And uh, he can't do that, but he has a kneecap now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But my kneecap is actually in place. Yeah. I just, I don't see and they, where they won't it's be hung over like they were last year, too. Like, they were kind of weird for like, the first six weeks. I don't think they're going to be hung over either. No, I don't think. No, I'm saying thing. last year they were. Like, the first six weeks, they were kind of weird. You know, they had that oh, good, big yeah, game being against able to try Baltimore. To find themselves, yeah. Yeah. And they had that weird kind of like middle part of the season, too. Um, they were losing guys left and right, though, as well at that yeah. same time because they just kept plugging receivers in yeah. at that point. So, But that's what I was even trying to hate on Mahomes. They're kind of they were plugging it's people kind of, in. Well, it's and funny he was looking still at, making somebody something yeah. one game a night. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I can't stupid. agree with that. It's kind of funny like, going through looking at all the depth charts you get before the season starts, and you're like, wait, who's that guy playing for again? Like, oh, he's on Kansas City now. Like, they just found all these like, kind of strange like front seven players. Like, Taco Charlton plays for him now. They just uh, have all these like, weird little pickups. And they just like just keep making sure that the entire roster is solid. I'll always know? remember, in Texas, we'll give away free tacos if Taco gets a sack. Never got a sack. Never got a sack. <laughs> no free tacos. And you also took him ahead of TJ Watt. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't have. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. TJ Watt's overrated. He's not good. Uh, since I think he is. By the way, overrated. I'm like completely exaggerating. Please don't talk smack to me on the message boards. I know our million followers are like trying to like hate on me. Ooh, right I'm now. so mad. Yeah, just like calm down. I didn't mean it. I do think TJ's a little bit overrated. Actually, I like TJ. Like he plays on a gr- like I'm just, all I'm saying is like he plays on a great front but seven. He plays hard. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like he works himself into sacks. Yes. You know, like if like so many sacks are like, oh, this guy's dodging Cameron Hayward, and then TJ it's comes all natural. the way back around and finishes it all. But that's where I'm saying is that he doesn't stop. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's impressive. We're really good. T- we're in the same like spot there. Taco stops. You know oh. why? Because he's had too many tacos. Yeah, all those Jack and Box tacos. Man, those are the curse. All that soy. Oh man, always uh, 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. What do you want? Yeah, it's more Jack like in the Box. 4:30. <laughs> yeah. It's like tofu meat in those tacos those too, in, by the way. I hate that stupid lettuce they put in there. Oh, Why are the we lettuce. even bothering with this? Man, they just drenched it with sauce too. Those tacos. The sauce are, is good. They are a heart attack, but they're such a good heart attack. <sighs> you want to go get dinner after this? Let's go get some Jack in the Crack. All right. So for the Chargers, Philip Rivers in his career, 58 and 71 in one possession games. In 2018, they went 6 and 1 in one score games. In 2019, they went 2 and 9 in one score games. So obviously... I think one of the things we'll find an answer to is it Philip Rivers that's cursed, or is it the Los Angeles Chargers? And I think the Los Angeles Chargers be the cursed team. I was gonna say, or I like Tyrod and um, it's Tyrod. And, and if you get that wrong, well, it's Ty God. It's Ty God. It's Tyrod. Uh, Ty God, and then Justin Herbert. They're gonna combine. They're gonna go like two and seven in one score games. Did you already see Duran James is out for nine months? No. <laughs> yeah, it's already started. Every year with them, like they just they're that entire franchise is just um a giant curse, you know. I just I'm not a fan. Yeah. My predicament for this team is exactly like you just said. They're not doing anything. They're gonna not look any better. I'm not looking forward to them at all. Actually, I was gonna say, are you even gonna watch a game? I like I'm like, oh, I get to watch them play cover. Oh, I do love Bosa and Ingram. I was gonna say the only thing that's worth watching, I would say, is Bosa's Bosa. a lot of fun. But I don't have I've never seen somebody move with like 
like the way he contorts his body is bizarre. Oh yeah, you like the way he contorts his body? Yeah, just the way he creates leverage. <laughs> like it's wild. Like, hey, he, like, like he's like always like this. Wait, who is their running backs, by the way? Is it Ezekiel? No, it's uh, Eckler. Eckler. I don't know why. I, always, I thought there was a Z in that there instead like, of a K. Honest, that was like a Zeckler, a Zeckler. That was like the Old Testament there. Uh, hey, man, I'm Ezekiel just practicing Asi- here. Ezekiel Sison. I was practicing. Um, okay, so it's still Eckler, though. Yeah, Eckler and Justin Jackson. So that's so all they have still? But Eckler's not that good Like a, between the tackles back. He's a receiving back. You I know? just, But that's what I mean. What do... What are we working with here? And they're going to start their rookie? I can't wait for fantasy whenever someone takes Eckler like 13th overall because Matthew Berry told him to. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, my God. Is I he rated wait. that high? Oh, Matthew Berry's like, yeah, he should be a top 15 pick. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's Matthew Berry. But, yeah, I just, they, I just don't think I like – I love Ty God, but I don't think the offense for him. Like, they don't have the offense coordinator. They don't have the offensive line for him. Like, he would be – this I don't team know. is gross. It's, it's not, not the right team. I'd actually, them. out of everybody, including the Jets, at least the Jets, it's just sad. Like Darnold seems like laugh. fun. Like Darnold doesn't seem like fun forward. though. Exactly. Darnold, as you said, is not giving the fair shot, but at least he's worth watching. Who the hell is worth watching on this team besides Bosa? That's on the defensive side. But that's on the defensive side. Yeah, defense is fun. Yeah, but I'm not going to turn on a game for defense. Yeah, unless it's something really good. But uh, I don't think it's going to be that good. Yeah. Probably you so know the Ravens sad. may sign Jadavion Clowney? Oh, okay. So <laughs> we're cheating right now. now. Because Clowney's like, yeah, I don't do training camp. I'm not going to do training camp. Okay. I don't even understand Clowney. Is he doesn't he... do training camp. He's a, he doesn't want to get hurt. doing Because he got hurt in training camp one year in Houston. He's like, yeah, I don't do it anymore. It's like somebody's just going to give him like $8 million. No, he'll get like 14 for one year. 14? Yeah, Good yeah. God. Yeah, he'll get like 14 for one year. He's like an agent for hire. Yeah, he's a mercenary. That's exactly what he is. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's like LeBron James. So the Oakland Raiders, the last team here. I think Josh Jacobs is going to lead the league in rushing this year. I think Gruden starts three different quarterbacks. Okay. Who are the three? Mariota. What is it? Was there? It was the guy that was the bounce. Is it Pyramid? Is that his name? I thought he. I thought he was there still. I need to know who's on the draft uh, board still for the QB. I thought he still had five of them. All right, Mariota's definitely for sure one of them. Carr is for sure another. I thought Pyramid was still there. No, that's not good. Yeah. He's going to actually probably have two catches a game for eight yards. <laughs> you want to know the definition of Jason Witten now? It's that. God, Gruden. He's just collecting things. Yeah, I was wrong. They do have Peterman still. Okay. They cut Deshaun Kaiser to keep Nathan Peterman. That's what you do, man. Sickening. Okay. There you go. There's my three. All three of them are going to be starting this year. You Enjoy. Think, you think they add another guy? Who? I don't know. I thought they did, but I thought we knew who he was. No, I'm like, you think there's like a first round pick that gets cut or something? Because like cuts are going to happen next week. Do you think maybe there's a surprise cut and the Raiders snatch him up? Who would be the surprise cut? And though Gruden's like, oh yeah, oh, I like the look. Well, of this is guy. that another? No, I don't understand Gruden because it's like he wants a reclamation project. Oh, that's my question. He to doesn't you. want a good quarterback. What would Gruden give for uh, Sam Darnold? He would. Well, I think he if Darnold has another bad year. I mean, at least a second. I love it. If he has a bad year, you'd be like, 
screaming. That's exactly what he all wants. Over. He'd be licking his lips for the bad year. That's exactly what he wants. That's disgusting. He wants That's to, a he, psychopath. He wants to play extreme quarterback makeover. You're this. <laughs> Describing a sick individual. Yeah, I just—he really is like a serial killer by the quarterbacks. Come into my office, everybody. No pervert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, all right. When yeah, that's my predicament. This year is with that team, the three quarterbacks all starting and all playing. I just, when it comes to this team, I think that they are going to be at least eight, nine wins. To your point, I have no disagreement with Jacobs. Maybe a little bit on the running back side of the yard. I think he finished seventh last year. Yeah, I think he easily finishes top three. And they don't have a backup for him, really. Well, no, they have uh, Richard, and they thought they got two and others they here. Have Was- Washington too, but it's like they just don't get that many carries, though. They picked up two others. Either way, I just I think Jacobs is going to be top three. I just think he's going to be number three. I don't think he's going to be the number one guy by any stretch. If he is, then the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders, are going to be a 10-6 and six team, man. I hate that they play in Vegas. I am keep looking for Oakland, and I'll never get used to it. I know. It's uh, Well, cool. they, you know they were 31st in DVO, defensive DVOA last year? That's pretty good. And now it's bad, dude. <laughs> you know how many teams there are? Uh, 15. <laughs> No, okay, so that yeah, they lost Washington and they have Richard. And they didn't yeah, add a Richard, free agent yeah. running back. They, I they got dra- two others though. They, they may draft a guy, I don't know. Maybe. But yeah. No, I mean I've I was kinda of thinking about that too. It's like I really like their offense. I like the play action stuff they do. I love their offensive line, I love their outside zone scheme. Jason Wynn's gonna be fine for And then him. you're like, well, and they also have Waller too, you know. Exactly. On and the other then side. you're like, Well, what about the defense? You're like Max Crosby, Max Triple X Crosby. Was great last year. Uh, Clyde Farrell's enormous. They're going to get their safety back that like decapitates people. They have a whole new linebacker core, which is the worst part of that defense last year. Buying Littleton and Kiewitowski and McMillan. Um, I think that they got Raekwon McMillan, I think is his last name, from the Dolphins. So they have three new linebackers. They don't have to play Tahir Whitehead anymore. But then like, if it's average, I think they could be a playoff team. I think they're going to be a playoff team, if anything. I think this team actually I just don't know has if a good shot. Average, so. Because they're going to be better than the Broncos, the Chargers, obviously, here. So it's all about them being able to steal kind of a wild card, which I think this There's seven be- wild cards. <sighs> I think and this- if, you don't, if you have Houston not getting one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I definitely don't have Houston getting one here. It's hard to win one when you're 4-12. Yeah. Dude, come on. This is going to be really awful, which is going to be fun. Yeah. But at the same time... I just think that Oakland can have a shot here to steal a wild card. I think they are. And I think Gruden's offense is not going to make sense to anybody but Gruden. I like it. It's fun. Well, it's like, it's kind of like Minnesota's and Cleveland's just a little bit different. But he's having like fun with it. Yeah. There's at least like trickery going on where it's not just like the blah stuff where you know what they're going to do to your point on the Cleveland offense. I love how they pull their offensive linemen too. it's just it's funny because he's trying different things and you can see that he just missed it. Yeah. I Even also like what how you describe still as him as a psychopath. He's he's a crazy person. It's it's, it's kind of psychopath. Um all right, that's enough Raiders. That's our show for tonight. All right. That was a good one. Uh we'll be back on later this week with the NFC predictions preview. And I guess next week we'll do probably the eight most interesting players in the two thousand twenty season and then our predictions and then I guess Friday we can talk about Texans Chiefs. A little bit, and then preview week one. Talk about Jets Bills for sure. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be available that day. I think yeah. we're gonna be watching a lot of New Girl, 
watch the Lon New Girl on disgusting. Netflix. No, 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 it's not. Okay, you know why it's not disgusting? It's I watched like twelve episodes of it. No. Okay, well, wait. If you watch a lot, then I can't believe you. I'm upset with you. You should watch season two and it's this easy. I've never been an Olivia Munn guy, but Olivia Munn in New Girl season two, dude, she's like Jennifer Aniston is in Horrible Bosses. Okay, that's where it's just like. Why are you look? Why are you this hot? Yeah, it should be illegal right well, now. Well, that's why I do. That's like, how I felt about Olivia Munn and New gotcha. Girl. So if you can watch that show and not feel the same, come talk to me. Come no, talk I to like. Me. I like that was the worst part. Of her when he goes on date with Olivia Munn, he's like, I don't like this. I'm like, this movie's dumb now. What? No, it took me. Out, it took me out the whole movie. Zoe. No, nah, it took me out the whole movie. Man, dude. you don't understand love. I don't. <laughs> watch never, more rom coms. I've never kissed anybody, dude. You just watch Crazy Rich Asians. It's the same thing. True story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching that. Um, this is our show for and I. We'll be back on later this week, next week, the week after that, the week after that, until COVID destroys the 2020 NFL season. Um, but until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Ballard Radio. Like, subscribe, all that. And thank you for being on Side Taylor. Did you know Josh Allen looks to run before throw?